how are you going to show up in the world? How are you going to be uh, accountable? Who's the person you want to become? And learn to make decisions from that perspective. And then draw a painted picture of the life that you want to have living that identity and what are all the components for that. And money then really is certainly as a currency and then as your thinking and your relationship to it is what fuels you living out that vision, um, which is structured around your identity. This is Alan Olson and welcome to American Dreams. My guest today is Hugh Massey. He is the chairman and founder of DNA Behavioral International, and uh, which is focuses on behavior, money, insights. And uh, Hugh has also done a lot of tremendous work in um, in his life path. And I'm going to let him, you know, run us through that. Hugh, welcome to today's show. Thank you, Alan. It's been it's great to be here with you uh, today. So, Hugh, for the listeners here, uh, how did you get to where you are today? Well, I started my journey in career terms as as a uh, as a CPA, and I suppose I would call myself now a reformed accountant. So, I was a CPA for about ten years, and I set up a wealth management business in in Sydney, where I was helping uh, high net worth clients with their their businesses investments. And in that journey, I, I could see that people became very stressed about money and that brought out all sorts of uh, behaviors. And I asked a psychologist one day, what, what is that? And, and, and she explained to me, Carol explained to me, this is people's DNA hardwired behavior. We, we go back from our socialized learned behaviors to our natural instinctive behaviors when we're under pressure. And I could see money and relationships cause that kind of stress and pressure. And I knew that if I was going to be successful, I needed to address that. And so that put me on the path of building a system, Alan, to help uncover uh, what people's uh, uh, hardwired behaviors are and help them bring alignment to their life. I think at the end of the day, if you're going to, people get stressed a lot of the time because they're not in alignment with who they are and they don't have a healthy relationship to money. And so that's what's got me to this place. And it all started in Australia. So you can tell from my accent, I'm, 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 I'm not American, although I'm now a citizen. I live in Atlanta, Georgia with my family. And uh, the journey brought me to to America. That's a big move. Uh, you know, you you've done a lot of, of, of things also in um, in 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 the community and service and working with others. Um, you're also known as a serial entrepreneur. I am. So I've I've been involved with different businesses that I uh, either helped fund to start or was part of starting, you know, in telemedicine, internet security, um, uh, marketing, in real estate areas. So I've, 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 I've been into a lot of things. And, and, and from a community perspective, my big passion project right now is something called Boys Without Fathers. Um, because I grew up without a dad. My dad died when I was one. And Doing conversations like we're having now, Alan, a few years ago, about two years ago, 
with a number of uh, the DNA behavior clients, I found six or seven of them didn't have a dad too. And we all had varying doses of the same struggles, whether it was obesity, learning difficulties, uh, social issues, whatever. And I was a lucky one because of my mum and my grandmother, uh, but not everybody's so lucky. And, and it does, uh, if you lose a father very early in life, it has enormous impact. So I want to be a mentor to other kids who, who don't have a father and, and, and get to them early in life. And that's what we've set up this charity, Boys Without Fathers, to do. So there's a group of us doing this work. You know, let's uh, let's step back. I want to come back to that. Uh, yeah, that that father mentoring. You know, the boys a little later. Uh, but it, before doing that, I want to jump into the DNA Behavior International. Uh, the big transition from a CPA to, you know, to to founding this company. And and how did you, how did you start it? You know, a lot of the listeners here they're entrepreneurial. They're saying. You know, hey, we want to go do a company, but we don't know how to do it or how to approach it. How did you approach getting started? You obviously saw a problem in the industry that needed to be solved. So it's a very good question. I And, and where I started was really I, I, I saw a problem in that uh, every human being has a problem with money and relationship to money and stress. And I thought big, you know, I sort of take that, that uh, like Peter Diamandis at A360, you've got to sort of have moonshot thinking, you've got to be thinking big. And I thought this is something that can impact, impact the world. But once you've got that sorted out, then you need to start small and have the, the philosophy of, uh, of, of growing big at some point. So there's always an exponential mindset that's got to sit there, but it's got to start small. But it's got to happen around your own identity and your own uh, purpose. And this came from somebody asking me, Hugh, what are you passionate about? And I wanted to help people all over the world become more financially self-empowered. That just flew out of my subconscious. So when that happened, I knew I was onto something. And that's really when I built the business and the big thinking around that, Alan. Uh, and I think that's very important for other entrepreneurs to understand is... If you're going to go on a big journey, which is going to have a lot of bumps in the road, there's not every day is not going to be easy. You need plenty of resilience, but you've got to have something to come back to. And that's having a, a very deep passion and purpose for it. And if you don't get that right, and then your own identity with it, then you're probably not going to go very far. So walk me through the process. Uh, you, a person comes to you and says, hey, help me to be empowered to be financially uh, resilient and, and, and weather the storms of life? How do, we, how, do we, how do we get to where we need to be? So what I do with that is I take people through uh, the DNA natural behavior discovery process, which helps uncover their hardwired behaviors, not only in terms of talents, but also which are going to help them create wealth but also the financial behaviors, how they make decisions. So I, I get people into personal alignment. And then I have another exercise, which we call money energy, that I take them through to see where they, they are at 
uh, energetically with money, and that provides the 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 building blocks for uh, helping them build their relationship to money, uh, because person's got to have clarity on what role money is going to play in their life, which usually means they've got to have personal clarity first. Um, so, so, so that's, that's what I do. So it's in part, it's taking the, uh, the diagnostics that we have, and then it's the facilitation by either someone on our team or one of the financial advisors that uses our systems or coaches to guide people, uh, uh, through that process to see who they are, um, paint a, a vision for their life, and then be able to have the money conversation. So there are more uh, in the organization. How large is your organization, Hugh? So I have 60 people that are on our team on a day-to-day basis. And then we have uh, consultants, coaches that use our systems. And also we have uh, a pool of financial advisors that basically have a subscription from us. They run their own, clearly run their own business, and, and, but they use our, our service and training to, to deliver this to their clients. So tough question here. The person coming to you says, hey, Hugh, I, uh, I have a problem. I don't have money, but I, I would like you to teach me how to have money. Uh, I mean, there must be certain criteria of people that you want to work with uh, before they come in. What is your ideal client? Yeah, we don't as a as at, at DNA Behavior itself. We don't work with the uh, with very many individuals. I mainly work, you know, personally with entrepreneurial leaders that uh, uh, that have a business. They may not necessarily all have a lot of money, but they want to go to the next stage. That's who I personally work with. Uh, in terms of the investors and the families, they usually do have money, and they go through a, a pro, you know. The, the process that we have, but we also have financial advisors that use us that want to help their clients get to the next stage in their life. And, and they, and they, uh, use our system for that. But if it's Hugh Massey, I think it, it, it working with somebody, it's really that entrepreneur that wants to adopt an exponential mindset and wants to make quantum leaps in their life. Then I, I, I step in there and, and work with them very closely to help them do that, to unlock every mental barrier that they're ever going to have. So you've, uh, it, it said that you use or draw on over 4,000 scientifically measured behavior or money, uh, insights. Uh, how did you go about creating that, 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 that model? So I had a lot of help from, uh, a team of psychologists, uh, a, a group from groups from two universities to validate the insights. So we came up with a very unique scoring or question asking and scoring model, and then that got us to a, to the place where we could validate the behavior of money, the core behavior of money insights on a person, and then really, Alan, from just working with clients over the last 20 years, as we got asked questions that led us to look back in, okay, that's a new behavior. How do we measure it? And we go back to the science and measure it. So it's, it, it, it unpacked itself, but there was a core philosophy 
and uh, uh, sort of list or menu of of behaviors that we wanted to know at the start. You know, for example, uh, whether people trust or not, how do they set goals? Are they a spender or saver? What risk do they take? Um, do they like to take charge and set the agenda? They were the easy ones to measure at the start. And then as time gone along, we've been asked a raft of questions and that's required more measurements and it's built up. So we're constantly adding new items to the platform all the time. You use a, a coin, a phrase called money energy. Uh, what is money energy and, and how does the energy get applied? So if you think about money as having three dimensions, there's the currency of money, uh, what we invest, what we spend, save, earn, give. Uh, what's in the bank account? Think of it that. There's money as a behavior in which in terms of is, is like our life perspectives, which flow through to uh, our biases and how we make decisions. And the next part is the real money energy is the, the deeper thoughts that we have about money. And it's this pent up energetic force that sits inside all of us in terms of, uh, you know, that's waiting to be released that can, if properly directed, create wealth. Um, but it's coming, from, it's coming from our thought processes. It also can uh, be negative in the sense that we have you know, negative type thinking about money, which will be a, a, a reduce our money energy. And then that's what, you know, uh, a lot of, all, a lot of people, um, suffer from, if you want to call it that. So the money energy is really in, in our, uh, in a, in our deepest subconscious. And it's something there that's waiting to be unlocked, but put into a constructive, uh, place then with more conscious thinking, if that, if that makes sense. So Hugh, how do you, but, what are some of the key elements that you use when you're, you're measuring money energy? So the first thing is we look at a person's relationship to money and how they've integrated money across all areas of their life. So how's money integrated into your career, uh, to your family life, uh, relationships, how do you utilize it in experiences? Uh, your community life, your plan giving, and your health. So it's how, how how money fits into every bucket or component of your life. But the real driver, Alan, of the money energy is not only the relationship to money and it, that being healthy, but is the opportunities that you can create uh, in your life. And so one one element of that is you've got to have financial flexibility. And... Uh, if you have a lot of credit card debt, you have a lot of uh, liabilities, you're tied up, you can't capitalize on opportunities. And, and, and the other part is, is you're just your human capital. And there's a whole lot of elements to that. Um, you know, what skills have you got? What knowledge have you got? What relationship networks have you got? Uh, your mindset. So, because you've got to be, to make a quantum leap in your life, in a way, you've got to be at the right place at the right time with the right knowledge and the f financial flexibility to capitalize on that opportunity. None of us ever know when that opportunity will come to us in life, but you've got to be there ready. And, and then, that's, then that's when you can make the quantum leap if you have the courage to do it. Otherwise, you go back to 
sort of more of a linear life progression. Why are money conversations so difficult and how can you improve them? They're, they're very difficult and, and a lot of the time it's because money is seen as taboo. It's something that's it's very awkward. I think people associate success with money or they associate failure with money as well. And, you know, money itself just carries an energy and uh, many deep-rooted beliefs. Many of them are false. But how do you have the better money conversation? It actually comes back to what we do is help people discover their identity. How are they going, how are you going to show up in the world? How are you going to be uh, accountable? Who's the person you want to become? And learn to make decisions from that perspective. And then draw a painted picture of the life that you want to have living that identity. And what are all the components for that? And money then really is certainly as a currency. And then as you're thinking and your relationship to it is what fuels you living out that vision, um, which is structured around your identity. And I find that, that what that does is it takes away the confrontational discussion of what is money? What does it mean to you? Because money then is just a vehicle to 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 living your identity and the vision that you have for your life and so a lot of the negative energy can get taken away and it's putting people in a way seeing where they can be happy successful and healthy and what decisions do you need to make later on because if you just walk up and say to somebody what does money mean to you or like i've asked people before what do you define as success and i've known people who say well it's how much money I have in the bank, that's the scorecard. That normally tells me there's a problem. Um, and, and, and there's a definite lack of fulfillment with that. And what happens if the money all goes away? Usually uh, those people are miserable. So it's getting people back to who they are, Alan, I think is what is, is, is very important. A person interested in uh, signing up for your program, how would they go ahead and reach you? So if they, if they go to our uh, website at dnabehavior.com forward slash money energy, you would see what this is about there. And there's also a link there to download a white paper that we have, which is like a, a mini book, ebook about money energy, uh, the process, what you're going to get out of it. And you can uh, register your interest to, do, to go through the process there. And I'm more than happy for anybody to do that and and to and to get a taste of this and and hopefully uh propel their lives forward in with quantum leaps and not just accept linear progression thank you Hugh. it's been a pleasure having you on today's show thank you alan it's been great uh talking with you <laughs>